The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsitnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no obligation, communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness. As you may know by now if you've listened at all, I'm a bit of a patron of the local art scene. I have no talent myself, really. And if I was going to sing, it would be on a silent movie, I hope. But we like to appreciate the music, arts, and like to show that Rochester has a really rich culture for the art scene and the music scene and theater scene. And we're very blessed this week to have a friend of mine, Dusty Payette, here. Who's... Yeah. Hi! I don't know if they heard you. Hello! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> applause, applause, applause. Applause, applause. But how'd you get into this? Yeah. All the art thing. Art. What what did you start going? Oh, um, cool. This is cool to do. Uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of music for a lot of years in Rochester, and then uh, I just got a little sick of that. And, uh, you know, I, I dabbled in a lot of art early on, and then I uh, kind of just made it my focus the last few years. Um, so that's mostly what I'm doing. Yeah, now. I wonder it's sort of chicken and egg thing because I know you're involved in music. I wondered which came first, but is in terms of difference, yeah. if you're in a band or you're doing art, you get more of okay, I want to do it my way. Art, I could do it my way. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's so many parallels between music and just doing art in general, obviously. So um, it's been really enjoyable to uh, see uh, the same process that I use in music to uh, just create uh, oil paintings and uh, or other pieces. Uh, just the same same ideas, really. They transfer right over. Um, you know, you have a beginning point, and then there's a, the the hardest part. I think is the middle, and then and then you finish out. Well, sort of does it take on its own character after a while? Where you're going one way, and this uh, voice comes in. No, you have to do it this way. It's like writing a story in a way mm-hmm. where it starts writing itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's amazing. Every every art project ends a little bit differently than you thought right in the beginning, and uh, I think that's the really enjoyable process of it. Well, what was your What was your first one? Like hmm. Your first thing you've done? Because I've been sort of following it, obviously. But... Yeah, you know, like my first painting I did, I did of uh, um, of Yellowstone, um, and I just I just did a picture of a book, you know, right out of a book or something. And then, uh, but then from that point, I kind of began my process of really studying and learning, like uh, how to oil paint, and uh, to do it the right way, or, or you know, my own way too. Also, as you get going. Well, that's what they tell you to do sometimes. Like if you're writing, creating music, you look for like say when I started writing a little bit as a kid, I would try to like basically rip off Ray Bradbury. And then what you do mm-hmm. is you find your own voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what you're trying to do, I guess, you know. Well, who were your art influences? Hmm. I, you know, when I I wanted to do oil painting and I really wanted to be uh paint like Maxfield Parrish. Um and he has a he has a famous uh big big painting inside the uh uh 
art gallery in Rochester, the Rochester Art Museum, or the Rochester Art Gallery. Um, and it's just this huge painting, and it used to be in the George Eastman house, and it's just a beautiful painting, and the, the colors pop so much in it, and it, it's unlike other, he's unlike other artists. Um, so I wanted to be like Maxfield Parish, <laughs> really. Um, and he does an oil painting process, so that's what I kind of started copying. He's really cool, and also it's like I think of like Van Gogh comes to mind just because I guess they said the thing about his brain, he saw colors more vividly. Mm -hmm. um, I love Van Gogh, and I started studying Van Gogh right away, and um, I've read a lot of Van Gogh and, uh, and studied some of his, his, his what he was doing. Um, and he's just amazing. It's he's just, one of those. I mean, it's almost like a, a rock star. It's almost like it's like it's almost like you feel like a cliche because when I was growing up, it was Van Gogh, and, and I read his letters. I read his recent book. Yeah, and it, because everybody likes him. But he's he's great, man. What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, I I think we're still living in the Van Gogh era. Honestly, I still think he defines how we look at paintings, at least, um, and like what we expect in a painting. Um, and what we expect, um, uh, you know, any type of art to be an excite excitement level that he had. And I think we're still living in his, his painting definitions really. And that's actually, I just saw a movie, if you've seen the Willem Dafoe movie at Eternity's Gate mm -hmm. and it takes his letters. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the other amazing part of Ben Van Gogh is he had letters. He wrote letters nonstop. He wrote like three, four letters a day and, uh, and he, they, they kept them all. The, his brother uh, kept them all, and um, they were, they were there after he died. And so, like unlike any other artist, really, we have like documentation. Of every painting he does, every single drawing he did, he had there was a letter or something written about it. So it's really interesting, psyche, psyche wise. So it makes him so interesting. And really. it's sad. It's like you hope somewhere he would know because he, nobody wanted his paintings in his time. Yeah. I think he tried to sell one. Well, I was going to say, what was it? He was one. He only sold one during his lifetime? Was that him or was that someone else? Yeah, I mean, um, he kind of sold one to his art dealer, uh, a guy who was trying to, to sell the paintings himself. Um, uh, so, like, but I, I think he, I think if he stayed alive, he would have sold well. I think he would have. That's what they play up in the movie that he didn't, that he got got shot or he got killed like yeah there's yeah there's some uh whether he shot himself or he maybe he got can you shot? imagine like being a cafe in france or somewhere in holland mm -hmm. now, i cannot pay for this but i'll give you a painting oh sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got uh, my pavement on my mansion <laughs> yeah i mean it's really interesting all of it really that was my thing when I lived in Washington. I used to go down to the Smithsonian, and you can't suck it in one day. You need weeks. And just check out the, the Monet exhibit. Mm. And literally, you look at Monet, it's almost 3D the way the colors are. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what a lot of Impressionism is. It looks really great because it has that movement in it. And, yeah, if you stare at it for a second, <laughs> you're going to see some movement happen. Yeah, and I was going to say, I know you, because you play the drums and things. I know for me, one of my tragedies, I think the best I could do was, like, color by numbers oh, yeah. or something like that. Did it come sort of natural for your drawing, or did you really have to work at it? Uh, I think it's like anything, music or, or, or drawing or, or, you know, playing hockey, I guess. Uh, practice is what makes you good. Well, not hockey. <laughs> All you do is if you could skate, you just whack him with the stick, dude. I mean, yeah, that's what you, I would do. You little, use a little brute force. You, you do what your strength is. Like when they admit, when we would play gym and basketball, I wasn't great at dribbling. I was good at free throws, but I could 
That's why I would just stand under the basket and try to rebound. Yeah. <laughs> you look for your strength, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I think there's a balance that artists try to find in their innate ability, you know, your caveman ability, the stuff that's like your, your id, your inside, <laughs> and then the things you're learning. And then I think you're trying to like, you're trying to have the discussion of those two things. Like, what am I really good at just naturally? And then what am I going to, like, learn and improve on? And then you you find this really neat middle. And I think you got to find, because, I mean, you'll go to, like, like some person, like, out in suburbia, and they'll go, I want the Velvet Elvis, or I want a picture of the dogs playing poker. Hey, you leave <laughs> that dogs playing poker alone. You know, like, that. you just got to do art. your own thing and just <laughs> not try to be popular and just well, try no, to... You know, because don't forget, I think art is probably one of the few things where you can get away with saying, and I say it all the time, I don't know art, but I know what I like. Yeah, sure. It's super subjective. It's the most subjective thing I think there is. I think that's, like, what makes art art, really, is when you have just... A, you're able to get an opinion off of something. Well, I don't even know if, what it is, you know. It's like people ask me a favorite artist, I'll say Egon Chiel, and he was only running, he was, a, I think, in Vienna for, he's lived for, he was 28 when he died, 1918, and they asked me why I like it. I go, I, I can't give you any technical things. It's like classical music or music or anything else. I just like it. <laughs> yeah, you either do or you don't, and um, I think good art make, kind of gives you that, makes you make that decision really early on. Like, I like this! Yes. Or you go down there, or sometimes you go, what the hell is this? And then you look at it a little bit. Like, I'll go down and see something at the Contemporary Gallery and go, what the hell is this thing? I can't. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the one thing I like is art that's actually art and not, like, these, you know, these installation pieces where somebody smushes up a cardboard box and calls it art. Right, and it's just ridiculous. Well, what do you think, like, of a Jackson Pollock? Me? Anybody here. I don't understand it. I don't understand something being that good is something I could do. Well, I saw, okay, it might not have happened, but I know, like, in the movie with Ed Harris, and now it's a movie, so it's probably not real, where they had the thing where he's standing there, and there's, like, a blank canvas. He drips a piece of paint, and he looks at the paint. Then he just starts dripping. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know Jackson Pollock was a... Pretty uh, cool, yeah. cool figure. He's an interesting when figure when you read about him. But as the part, as the paintings go, you know they're 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 pretty interesting. I guess. Well, did you ever hear the one for Batman when the Joker's dealing art? And it's a blank canvas. And, well, there was a bat on here. The bat got killed. And it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. Everything yeah. of blanks. But that's the thing. And people get away with that. There's like, you know, they'll get a blank canvas, put it out there. It's like, oh no. I painted in 19 different shades of white. Yeah. And people buy it. Yeah, there, like, there's uh, that. Well, I, well, that would be my critiques against the bourgeois class a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, they like to spend money, and, uh, you know, what makes things valuable sometimes is the fact that they have spent money on well, it. Well, if you ever, there's yeah. a book you have to read sometime, and it's actually a good year. The movie sucked. It was with Russell Crowe, but the book by Peter Mallon, what it's about are these people, they die. They, they're the people who work at a vineyard, the people who die, but they get it. So what they do is they get the snobby bourgeois people. They get the rot of the grapes, which is just crap. But they pass it off as a rare Japanese grapevine, and they're selling. And all these people, are, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. And I've seen art that I don't understand, which is most of it. But I can appreciate. <laughs> I can appreciate it because it looks amazing. Right. You know, like when I, I went to the Salvador Dali Museum in Tampa or in Clearwater, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, that was cool. Oh, Dali. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, he was a weird dude. Yeah. You know what's amazing to me is, like, 
everything that we almost know about art is, all, is only like yeah. the last 500 years. <laughs> and like Dolly and uh, all these guys and, uh, and Jackson Pollock, that's all been in the last 100 years. <coughs> and like we've, we've done so much with art um, in such a short amount of time. It really boggles my mind. Well, it's like you have like Charles Foy, and I might have his name wrong. He was a guy in the 18th century, and what he did was like he killed his parents, and then he, and then he did all like these fairy pictures inside a mental institution. That's what we do with paint in a mental institution. That guy sounds crazy. Well, you're doing the screaming. This has something to do yeah, with, with your, your thing, show. doesn't it? Um, yeah, I got my upcoming show. Um, it's called Screaming. Um, my first exhibition was called Yelling, so we're kind of on a theme here. But this is kind of my second phase of uh, of painting, really, and um, I think people are going to like it. I hope, right? How was it putting together your first exhibition and everything? Was it just like, sort of, obviously, little nerves, a little pictures, um, fun? Yeah. Uh, you know, I really, I got to thank Scott from uh, Art Museum, because he really gave me a shot, and not a lot of people will, because um, I don't really have a lot of education to to give myself a resume or anything like that. Um, I just did music, mostly. I think that's bold on myself. One yeah. of the things I yeah. always think, people on paper. I never liked that. <laughs> One of my friends... I could say this, he's like, he's a wizard with computers. If you ever need him, he could build one. His mom did him, but he doesn't have that degree. Yeah. Because, so he yeah, couldn't get somehow, hired. And it somehow so he would makes be working, less He would be working now. at a place, he'd be doing things where he could, and people would come to him who, with the experts to fix their problems. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is, why don't you give people a chance? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of paywalls in our society. <laughs> Everything is about, you know, like a lot of our education is really just about um, classism. <laughs> no, it is. It's really, it is. Up. Because I've had yeah. friends who they've done things in the field and then they can't get a job because they don't have that degree. And then they have to waste how much money does it cost yeah. and everything yeah. else. Well, and here's the thing. Have you ever tried to talk to a doctor? about anything other than medicine. Mm-hmm. They're really not able to. Right. And yeah, they're supposedly so highly educated because they paid all that money and went through and got their... Yeah, they're super smart, maybe one piece thing. Of paper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're incredibly smart at one thing. Uh, yeah. But well, back when I was in school, sports, some of my, my own professors would say would be, go talk to the people from medical school, get them off topic. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm the person who, when they asked me when I went with somebody as a date for her, to a meditating function, they, I said it was Otto Octavius, and I'm glad they didn't read comic books. Oh, yeah, a little too, too, too yeah. hard level. Well, I would, I would always play the game where if you get with somebody, if you could fake your way through a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And, and with a lot of people, it's real easy. Yeah. It's real easy yeah. to fake your way through it. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're all faking our way through everyone. We are. So, well, I think, Elsa, I have my own weird little views. I've gotten more and more, like, you have to be part of the system or you're, it's that strata, and they sort of keep everything. They want to keep it all nice in place, and they have their little safeguards. Yeah, I mean, I could call, call, talk about the systems of class all day and, <laughs> and how those are annoying. But um, Well, that's what you use art for, though, too. Yeah, it's like, yeah uh, so... You know, I, I think, let's let go back to Scott a little bit. Uh, he runs the art museum, and uh, he's done a great job of really helping artists like me um, have an audience, really. Um, so I got my first one there, and I'm doing my second one there, and then hopefully we can branch out. And um, I'm just excited to really be in my second. And that's the thing people might not realize about Rochester. Okay, you mentioned art around here. You obviously have like Mag, all these other ones. There are plenty of little galleries all around here. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Rochester's like really hip when it comes to art. There are, because I lived in D.C. and one of the things I would do is walk around. Oh, there's a little art gallery here. You would think of the Smithsonian, but anywhere. You could pop down, like go on State Street, go on anywhere here, and you'll see a little art gallery. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. You see them all the time. I've never actually been in them, but I've seen a ton of them. I abandoned them. So. <laughs> yeah, people uh, buy art in this area. I can't say the economy is really well for it, but it <laughs> does happen, you know, like the people do sell stuff, you know, so, um, and there is a lot of it. And, and there are places artists. willing to display it, too. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, and it's cool. And I, I it should, the whole, that's what we should be doing all the time. <laughs> yeah. So what was yelling, though? What was basically the premise? Uh, you know, one? yelling, you know, I, you know. We live in a very tumultuous time, right? No, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it feels like, what can you do to get attention? And, like, I'm literally yelling and screaming, and those are my advertisements and everything, <laughs> and that's how even I showed up to the event was yelling and screaming. Um, uh, but it gets unnoticed, <laughs> you know? And, like, you can be screaming in the middle of the street. And people don't even notice yeah, really. Five years ago, that would have been something, but nowadays, like it is a look at me culture, though. That's the thing. Sometimes. Yeah. But I would see like you go down like Monroe Avenue sometime, and see you could. I think somebody could, you know, be yelling. Nobody pay attention to. Them. Yeah, it's like eh, there's some other idiot yelling at something. Uh, yeah. Or in the mall, or which I hate malls myself, but <laughs> it's almost like we've created an anonymity with being like completely insane, almost. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's that's actually kind of kind of true. Yeah. Um, so, like, those are kind of the themes I've been, like, discussing, especially in the, in the second ex- exhibition. But um, in my first one, you know, I just, it was it was a ramshackle of ideas. I just did all the ideas that I could come up with. Like, paint like Van Gogh, paint like Maxfield Parrish, um, uh, paint like what I think myself is, you know, um, uh, do, do some scribbles, do some space stuff and it's and that cool. was the ex- exhibition really. and do you have like the the moment there though every now and then you're painting or doing art and anything where you just hit something and you go man that's pretty cool what i did <laughs> yeah uh those are like probably the the exact moments that you're looking for yeah like where something has excited you that you did <laughs> you know because like most of it's like I hate this line I just did. It's like every single line, <laughs> you know, and I hate it and it wasn't as good as I, I, I know I can do. Um, so I think like every time that you reach that, you're like, I'm actually happy with what I did today. <laughs> That's cool. But I've, we've talked a little bit when we had musicians and artists on here. Like, thing, I always draw the contrast between technical proficiency and feeling. And every yeah. now and then you get that feeling because you can have somebody technically great, but it's just, it's like the, the American Idol effect. Maybe they could sing well, but they suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I, do I, I like technical and I like feel. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you have the skill, though, that's the thing. Is skills yeah. important, but if you sort of get the feel of what you want to do, I suppose. Sometimes when you see someone they're so <laughs> techy, you get that feeling. You're like, whatever. You practiced. Who cares? Yeah. That's you know. the thing. It almost looks too perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, maybe they need a little more motion in there. But uh, it, it is pretty funny, honestly. And, you know, how do you like, like, a, somebody comes into your exhibit and they get a really good reaction or something. You've got a reaction from them. They go, this is really interesting. Yeah. You know, you hope for a good reaction, but... Or just a reaction. Yeah, just a reaction, <laughs> honestly, is, like, what, like I would I would accept that more than anything, really. Because the last thing you want is somebody to look at and go, huh? 
and walk away. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll be like that. Then, uh, then it's like that screaming man in the middle of the street. You get just, happy, mad, angry, whatever, but at least it, it touched you somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. It, if it drew an emotion out of you, yeah. regardless of the emotion, you know, it means it affected you. It's like the Hayes Carroll line from one of the songs. Nobody tells the truth anymore. I guess that's what songs are for. You know, you go uh, to yeah, these venues like, line. <laughs> well, that's good old Hayes. Love them. Yeah. And, but that's the old thing. You get a reaction. Hopefully somebody, you know, you wake somebody up maybe a little bit. Yeah. I, you know, I think good art um, wakes you up to some kind of consciousness that you didn't have before. I, I'm not so, I'm not so into maybe the woke art all the time mm-hmm. though. Like where everyone's trying to like do this profound societal um, oh, no. uh, it's point so, all the sometimes time. Sometimes you just need to draw a goddamn bowl of fruit. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, there's a lot of that on Facebook, oh, or, well. I guess, in general, oh, or Instagram. Jesus. There's a lot of, like, woke art, what I would consider. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I just it just kind of, like, it makes me feel that way, too. Or, like, okay. You know, yeah. like... Um, or sometimes when I look and go, well, the only reason you did this was to try to get a reaction. You you're going to piss a certain amount of people off. Sure, it's almost a built-in audience <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'd like to go more in the Dali, like, yeah. like you oh. were saying. Like, uh, things yeah. that are surreal. I mean, that guy did whatever the hell he wanted, yeah. and it was weird. Those things wake you up to something that you did not know existed, you know. Well, uh, the, the melting <laughs> clock. Yeah, the mel- so or like, what was the one? It's um, from far away, it's a portrait of Lincoln. But as you get closer, it's like made up of little portraits that are aligned in such a way that when you back up, it looks like Lincoln's face. It's amazing. And the thing I mean, about it was him like that he ever, because you know, he was like a chronic wank. We used to jack off all the time. And I wondered, it's like, true. how he, how he like, would do his painting. It's like, oh, here we go. Oh, I wonder <laughs> if he would scream, I'm the Dali, while he was doing it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he better I'm have. the Dali! <laughs> um, but, like, I always wonder, like, him and like Picasso, I, how they would survive in the Me Too era? Oh my God! You know, was like, Picasso? You know how long they would last? I honestly don't. I know about Picasso, <laughs> but I don't know like about Dali. If he was like, I don't know tons. Well, I like know you said Dali would masturbate in front of people. Oh, oh, I didn't know in front of people. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it. Um, If he does it on his own, who cares? You know? Yeah. Well, you know that's the big debate, right? <laughs> the big when to debate. masturbate? You the know, big master debate. <laughs> when is it yeah. okay? <laughs> Well, not in front of people. I mean, <laughs> you know, well, you know. Imagine going in there like for a, like a post for some guy, and he just starts like doing that front. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to apologize to the art community on behalf of what the hell is going on right now. <laughs> this is us. This is intellectual. Yeah, um, this is art. This is my art. I get this. This is when yeah, the pr- Picasso was freaking, Yeah, but but freaking Picasso. Oh yeah, too. I mean he was a womanizer. And oh like, no. Yeah, he was yeah. a woman. Who was a Gauguin? Was a pederast? Yeah, Gauguin was a petter. You know, honestly, and like honestly, you read about it, and it's like a lot of them are pedos. Yeah, we're just horrifying human beings as human beings, but talent-wise, yeah, you know, out of this world. I think the only good artist was Bob Ross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, well, he's and, a saint for sure. And I, what are your thoughts as an artist? What are your thoughts on him? I know his um, style isn't. For everybody, but it was it was something that people could do, and I think that's what was his yeah what, his, what his goal was his style is beautiful in the sense that uh, yeah anybody can do it you know type of thing like, well, actually, it gets you one, painting yeah. for well, sure for one of mine and this is when I was a kid I don't know now it was Warhol yeah and I always thought because he had that view it is what it is mm-hmm. you know here's just it's it is <laughs> yeah he was I mean you know I I finally went to the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. like a year or so ago. I'd lived there forever. It was always there. Finally went. It's like, man, this dude was, 
I don't think he was right in the head. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, talented artists just I don't get I don't get it. Yeah. Like the um, soup can, I never understood I the right. feel of it, but, but it's commercialism yeah. and about he just took everyday things and just said, Here it is. It's just it is what it is, you know. It's yeah. you know, like that. Yeah, I think Pop Art has this function. I mean I like Warhol. Um does it blow my mind? Uh yeah. probably not. But um uh, you know, he was such an interesting person and he did those films too. They were all pretty funny. Well, that's, and then, that's the thing. As a person, whoo, Andy Warhol. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're I mean, not going to get much more. You know, his nickname was Drella because it was Lou Reed and Nick Cave. I mean, John Cale. Geez, I was going to say Nick Cave. They did a tribute to him when he died. It was called Songs for Drella because why do they call him Drella? Because they thought he was a mix of Dracula and Cinderella. Yeah, that seems right. But this sounds good. Yeah, and that's my search. So what I like always is the search where you go and you go down from them, and then you find others, and you always like you'll find your stuff. Then you know you find somebody new, and mm-hmm. then somebody's good. There's always something there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, new is new is in. Always. Or just somebody. <laughs> not maybe not even new. I might find some dude from the 19th century I never heard of, and then you yeah. find him. And go, this guy's. It's cool. like oh, like that's kind of neat, and that's actually how I found um. Actually, no, how I found Hieronymus Bosch was from a beer label. Nice. It was his Danish brewery, and they would use the giant one. Oh, God, I can't even remember the name of it, but it had, like, the the nun that was a pig. Yeah. And then there was the bird with a chamber pot on his head, and he was (laughs) eating a guy. And they would use different scenes of this painting for their beers. I'm like, who the hell is this? And. And I had to dig in. It's like, oh, Hieronymus well, Stop Bosch. yelling about the let's get into screaming, then. Uh, this is your new thing oh, coming up, and what's going on about it, and what's it about? Yeah, about? tell us. Um, screaming, let's see. And we uh, will put a picture of this. Yeah, uh, I'll skin and yeah. put this up. You know, I went, I went heavy colors in this one. I, I kind of wanted people to be interested in the colors before they were really interested into the subject matter. So um, I'm hoping that, that's my reaction, If any, you know, if you get to go down there. Um, if you like one, I hope you like the colors first. Well, tell everybody then... <laughs> like what what days, times, everything. Oh well, it's uh, the opening night will be September twenty eighth, Saturday, seven p.m. and um, it's on Monroe Ave. It's the Art Museum in Rochester. Where is this sort of like? I know Monroe's sort of big. Yeah. If you give like a landmark or something, because I I know yeah, I've look... probably driven by it a thousand um, times. Well, it's right next to the old Gitsies. Oh. Okay. Um, across from the old uh, uh, porn shop. Which oh, I so, wandered so, in um, drunk as hell. So it's, um, uh, what's that, by Goodman? Uh, it's almost by, like, yeah, it's right, called, like, yeah, it's by, by yeah, Goodman. I was going to say the old porn theater. There's, like, a laundromat. Um, yeah. It used to be a snowboard shop, I think, back in the day. Okay, the so. Sky High. It's the old Sky High. Oh, okay, okay yeah, the old Sky I remember. <laughs> it's sky a house. Um, it yeah. just is a house on Monroe Ave. So, like, a... You don't really think about houses. In well, you know why? You know why I asked that question though? Because guy, one time I went to a theater party, a cast party, yeah. and I walked into uh, the chocolate shop on South Avenue in the, in the back, and they're looking at me like, "What are you doing here?" And it's like, "Cause it was the door next door," <laughs> and I, because I like literally walked in the back room, and I felt like an idiot because the way it was, it was like a door. So sometimes it can get a little tricky finding. So like, what are you doing? Here? Oh, I'm here for the party. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> they were very nice. <laughs> they were nice to you. Okay, that's good. So were the police as they came and clubbed you. Yeah, yeah. But literally, that's funny you say that because when I left, the police were out there, but it wasn't for me. Yeah. Oh, so you think? Um, so come out to my show. Yeah. Yes. I'll be there for a month. 
I was going to say, looking at it, September 28th to November the 3rd. Yeah, um, you can just go in. It's free all the time, too, um, which is nice, you know. You, Are these available if you want to like, I was going to say, can you buy them? Oh, yeah, there'll be paintings and art um, for sale uh, and posters and if you go opening night and stuff. Um, and then, you know, you can always message me. <laughs> you can find me, Payette, Payette Art. Spell it a little. Uh, P-A-Y-E-T-T-E. Yeah, it's French. Um, just look me up. And you're if on, you love art. I'll, like, find you all. It's guaranteed on every social media platform. No yeah, I'm, I'm out there. You just got to find, just Payette. And I'll ask you the other thing. I know sometimes it's hard to judge between your babies, but you have, like, a particular favorite of this exhibit or two of which you've drawn? Or oh. Because I know how we are. It's like, ah, you know, this, yeah. is, this, is, this one sort of sticks. There's some some centerpieces for sure. Um, I have some big ones this time, uh, big paintings, um, and I'm probably going to be pretty fond of those ones. Um, so, I, you know... When you go to the art museums or, or the galleries, you know, of course, across the nation or wherever in the world, uh, you're always looking at big paintings, and those yeah. sometimes are the most wowing ones. So which I, I, which I try I to go size And this don't time. be afraid to like, ask you questions. I mean, you're, that's what you're there for, to ask you questions about it, like it's something to talk to you. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah. So you're personable, sort of. Please, I won't <laughs> yell too much. But don't you think it's <laughs> ironic? Everybody always says that they look for the big paintings, yet the most famous painting in the world is tiny. The Mona Lisa is very, very, very small. Yeah, that is smaller. It's a lot. Sm- when I first saw how small, or found out how small it was, I've never actually seen it. But it's like, damn, I thought it'd be bigger. It was like the Alamo. Yeah, it's like I thought it'd be bigger. I know. Um, yeah, the Mona Lisa is probably not. It's not too big, huh? Yeah, I think cool, it's. And I think it's I, quite a little big. You know, this is a cool thing, and I think you know. Much success ahead. I'm looking forward to what's next. After yelling, then screaming, we'll be barking. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to figure out how to escalate it even more. I don't know if there's... Oh, so, a... just do silence. I was too. just going to yeah. say... I don't know. Just silence. You're going to have to go that way. You know, that will be in the world of loud anonymity. Maybe yeah. silence is key. Yeah. Feel yeah. free to use that. <laughs> yeah. Feel free. I'll trademark it with you guys' name on it. Eh, cool, cool, <laughs> I ain't got time cool. to trademark anything. But cool, man. Thanks a um, lot. Can we go some Bills predictions today? Yeah, sure. Dude, let's go. Yeah, let's go. What do you got for Um I I'm gonna I'm gonna predict with my heart. So I'm gonna oh, go Lord. I'm gonna, Yeah, I know. I, I'm worried about this game. So I'm gonna go with Bills twenty eight, twenty four. And uh hopefully Josh Allen. What do you Allen think they're gonna enough. do over the year? Yeah, what do you think for the final? Uh, dude, I got him there for like ten wins. I really? Hope. Yeah, I really hope. <laughs> I'm playing with you my think heart. Wild card? You're thinking wild card spot? Um, yeah, it could be one of those seasons where they go ten and six and don't make the wild card. That's how I, I see it. Um, I mean, I, their schedule is easy, so. But the AFC is a. Uh... It's looking weird. Dude. I mean, it's I would say the Chiefs year. are going to be one. Well, yeah, they'll probably be there. The Chief, um, he love them or hate them. The Patriots will be. Well, I mean, well, as of as of the moment we're recording this, Antonio Brown is still a Patriot. Uh, who knows what will happen but between now and when? But what do you think when when they got rid of Sean? Good move. You think this new guy they got from Florida, whatever, is going to? I think is it is it Singletary? Yeah, I like Singletary. Um, I was, they got gore. I was worried about how much McCoy had left in him, so I don't know. I'm kind of no opinion well, on that. Well, he didn't really way. have a good year last year. No. And you're 31, yeah, hopefully that's not like a horror for most people for a running back. You're getting up there with that. Yeah. Years. I think Attitude may have played some of it. I think so, too. Uh, with McCoy in the end. And they have, like, all the little <laughs> Smurf receivers now, like Brown and Beasley yeah. and everything. 
So. Yeah, they still don't got a number one, and that offensive line's got to gel. So let's and, go Bills. And sad to say they lost one of my all-time favorite players, Mr. Kyle Williams. Oh, yeah. Who classic. was... And they got Oliver now to hopefully replace him, but he is classic. Yeah, but Kyle Williams was a legend, and I, I actually teared up when he caught that pass in his last game. Because yeah. it was like, you know what? That man deserved to go out. It would have been better had it been a touchdown, but... Yeah, he had a great ending story. Really. He did. And Maybe a great they career. got the quarterback in Allen now. Yeah, I know. Maybe. I mean, he's, you what, second year all now? the top ten draft quarterbacks are now in the same division. I know that is pretty crazy, and also the thing everybody's hyping on the Browns bandwagon. It's a weird. No, when they got Baker Mayfield, you know, as a Steelers fan, I saw it like three years. They're going to be good. They're going to yeah. be dangerous in three years, and then you know they bring in Beckham, but Beckham's hip is messed up. Yeah. So who um, knows what the hell's going to go on there? He's injury prone. Was that? For and sure. they said it wasn't anything that happened in football. So, but that. That's not unusual Yeah, for hips or knees. Is you can blow them out getting out of bed. Those diva receivers, man. Well, like Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback for the Vikings, he had like a these injuries so bad they said they wouldn't might have had amputee if they didn't work on it. Out for two years, nobody touched him. He just stepped wrong. Yeah, mm. I've seen people blow out their ACL walking or oh. playing golf. Yeah. So, always hope, though. Sounds horrible. <laughs> Don't do that. No, always uh, hope, though. There's always hope for the Bills, you know. And it'd be nice to see somebody other than the goddamn Patriots in the playoffs. But once Brady and Belichick retire, because you know they're going to go at the same time, you'll never oh, hear yeah. from the Patriots again. Yeah, Josh McDaniels will get it with nobody. Andrew Luck will come and play for him. Oh, nobody's touching it. Well, the, uh, as <laughs> <Andrew> the pa- <laughs> well, as the Patriots oh, have proved, they'll take anybody. So, congratulations, New England, and all you New England fans. You are now worse than the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. The league is so trash. I don't even think he should be able to play for our team at this point. Yeah, yeah. (coughs) But, dude, it's been fun. Yeah, man. Oh, well, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And we know you've... I've seen you a lot play in different bands, and you have something you're going to play a little bit of some of your music at the end. Yeah, yeah. I got a song. um, just going to hit A-OK from my band, Anchorage, Nebraska. How did you get... I always... Because when I found that band, I just loved the name for some weird reason. How did you think of the name? Uh, You know... You do know it's in a different state, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Anchorage, Nebraska doesn't actually exist. Obviously, I'm referring to two actual places in in the United States. But um, it was a... It was a mistake I made in uh, speaking to somebody, and I just thought it was such a stupid mistake and funny name. Yeah, well, it's like one of my friends fair, from England. There, we were, there could be an anchorage. We were doing Nebraska. trivia pursuits. We she thought know. Milwaukee was a was a state. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Anchorage, Nebraska is kind of a state of mind, I there, guess. There could be. We've <laughs> traveled through the highways and byways in New York. You know how many Mexicos are That's in New York? We've seen Mexico, Egypt, Cuba, uh-huh. Oklahoma, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I've seen. Well, we can make one. We'll yeah. make one. We'll go yeah. down to Nebraska and we'll make yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think it takes much. You like never 30 know. There might be a little building town that's in Anchorage. So, <laughs> you could so probably, cool, you were going to play inc- Wolf, I think, you said? Um, actually, I brought A-OK. Cause I, A-OK, I don't I couldn't even find Wolf, so whatever. <laughs> A-OK is pretty good, too. It's fine. It, cool. it, was, it, was in Nome, it was in Nome, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be in a, <laughs> another place. Anchorage, Nebraska with A-OK. It takes a lot, Dusty. Come see the exhibit. Yeah, come see Thank the exhibit. Guys. Art Museum of Rochester, 28th of September through the 3rd of November. Get there, buy a painting, love it, live it, scream, scream. Woo!